0: While Fuller House may be a family show, The Fullest House Podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to The Fullest House Podcast, where we all hate Mondays. I'm Zach. I'm Mark. And I'm Harrison. And welcome to our next bonus episode... As you can tell from the intro and maybe some other things, uh, we're doing Garfield, guys. We watched the Garfield show today, and might I
1: just ask, why? Why not? What a why not? I know, I know it was wow. m- maybe my <laughs> idea, but also having watched it, why did we do that? <laughs>
0: Are you saying you did not have a good time watching the Garfield show? I had a wonderful time watching the Garfield
1: show. It's just that now I have to talk about it for an hour. This was <laughs> such a
2: strange peek into an alternate dimension where where dog catchers are giant robots and Garfield is even sleepier than usual. Like much sleepier than usual.
1: <laughs> much sleepier than usual. I think that comes down to the voice acting yeah um he's voiced by the great frank welker who that the great comes from other things yeah i adore (laughs) frank welker oh wow not so much here yeah it was it's it's a weaker
2: garfield voice he's a little too uh dead (laughs) Like sounds like she's dying (laughs)
0: yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Dead on the Inside is just a perfect description of Garfield as a character in general. Yeah. Well, he didn't act that way. He was very high energy throughout
2: the plots, the two plots we have. But yeah. when he spoke, it's like
1: a weight was just dropped on his yeah. shoulders. He's he's just he's he's not the great Lorenzo music who nailed Garfield yeah. in Garfield and Friends. And Fun fact, this is going to be a rabbit hole thing. Yes. But it is important. Yeah. Go for it. Lorenzo Music portrayed Dr. Peter Venkman on The Real Ghostbusters, taking over the role from Bill Murray. Yes. Who, of course, later (laughs) then played Garfield in the live-action Garfield. But someone else took over the role of Peter Venkman in The Real Ghostbusters starting in Season 3. Do tell. And it was our favorite boy... (gasps) The progenitor of Mr. Woodchuck. Oh, Canada's no. favorite son. No, Mark. Dave Koulier. <laughs> Woo! No way. That is true. These are true <laughs> things.
2: Oh god!
0: That's absolutely- We tied wonderful. it back
2: to Full House, guys! We tied
1: we it tied back, it to, back full to Full house. house somehow.
0: I good good job, Mark. Well played yeah. to you.
1: Yep, tied but, to Full yeah. House. And there might be another tie. Dear listener. That's right. We have one later on. Oh, right. In this episode. But,
0: uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about with both of the plots mentioned in this episode. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like a 20-minute episode cut up into two smaller... Like a 25-minute episode cut up into two smaller 12-minute episodes. Yes. So, yeah. which one do you guys want to start with? Because quite honestly, they're both absolutely insane.
1: I think we should start at the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Okay.
1: The beginning is a good place to start. Yep. Mm. And might I say, if we're starting at the beginning, this theme song kind of slaps. Yeah, it's pretty good. It does. Pretty good. It really does. It's It's got a fun energy and it's fun. And the animation is a little iffy, but the theme song's pretty good. Wait, did you just say the animation oh, yeah. was iffy? I think that's a
2: bit of an understatement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> given how much i was trashing frank welker's vocal performance i was being i was being nice to try to
0: tiptoe to into you trying it to, you were trying to counteract you're trying to like balance it out yeah yeah
1: yeah it's it's the law of equivalent exchange i guess so
2: uh yeah but yes the theme song slaps uh the animation uh leaves something to be desired very very low yeah.
0: Very few textures. But there <laughs> were so many great moments that came from the animation. Yeah. Honestly, like, I can't be mad. It's so, it's like, I like it in a way that it's, in like a so bad it's good kind of way. Well, we should, pro- we should, we should probably say which episode this is. This is the, uh... Yes.
1: This is Iceman slash T3000. Gotcha. Okay. So it's we're going to start with The final uh, Iceman, episode of season one, I believe. We're starting with Iceman. Yes. Yes.
0: Iceman. Oh, I know there is. Uh, I was going to say there is no Iceman, but I guess there technically is an Iceman. What? Mark? So T3000 is a reference
1: to the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Terminator. I know we're not there yet, but part of me deep inside wanted to say Iceman in an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. I was like, why is that? Right. Because he is an yeah, Iceman. That's right. Yes. In Batman and Robin. It all connects. Iceman Mark.
0: No, you know what? No, Mark, please do it right now. Please transition us into Iceman. I'm giving you permission. The Iceman cometh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turbo Man. Ice that's not. That's you. not from Batman and Robin. But I felt like it was also important to say Turbo Man.
0: I to meet you. It's just a. Be careful just a really driving, Batman. Heavy episode. <laughs> just a really Arnold Schwarzenegger-heavy experience. I I know I got very
1: giddy to share that. It's just, I genuinely had this moment where I was like, why do I want to say Iceman in an Arnold voice? Like, I've heard it before. (laughs) Like you have heard it before. You have heard it. It is greatest performance ever. Because he shouts, the Iceman cometh for no reason. (laughs)
2: Anyway.
0: So, uh, in the beginning of the Iceman... (laughs) We have, oh yeah, so the beginning of Iceman, we have Garfield talking to the camera. It's very Ferris (laughs) Bueller-like, is what I wanted to bring up.
1: uh, This is Garfield's day off.
2: Yeah, it's a very weird framing device where he's talking to us while he's getting ready in the mirror uh, for what happens at the end of the episode—it's very much like Memento. We start at the
0: be- the ending yeah. of the
2: story, and then we <laughs> work our way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: #Hashtag Get Are on the Are you saying there's a parallel between the Garfield show and Christopher Nolan's Memento? Get on the Garfield show's level,
1: Christopher Nolan.
2: Yeah, I saw tenant. Get on Garfield's level. I actually I haven't actually oh seen God. Tenet. I don't know if it's good, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it <laughs> begins with Garfield. Garfield. T- it begins. Garfield. It begins with Garfield talking to the camera dressed as prehistoric Garfield?
2: Yes, prehistoric yeah. Garfield.
1: And saying, you know, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Mike here.
2: <laughs> Garfield's
1: here. I'm, ch- I'm a little loopy this episode, I must say. I think we're all this shows loopy. a little loopy. So,
0: well, I think it's just because of the show we just watched, guys. <laughs> this show maybe destroyed me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, for some extra background, I guess Mark and I had seen a couple episodes of this show before, and to this day, the only thing I remember from the episodes we saw before this one was that one of them ended with Garfield looking into the camera and saying, I know where you live.
1: I came across that photo uh, recently. Maybe maybe that's going to have to be the thumbnail for this episode.
0: Oh my God. It might have to, honestly. Well, all I know it is that getting be.
2: that message from you guys at one o'clock at night saying, it's a shame you didn't watch the Garfield show with us. This is what happens when you don't hang out with us, Harrison, and then you sent that photo of Garfield saying, I know where you live,
1: and that creeped me the hell out, so I've been greatly <laughs> looking forward that was, to this. Well, that was exactly <laughs> what we were going for. I have to ask you, I have to ask you, did you think it was from the show, or do you think we found an image of Garfield and put the text, <laughs> I know where you live, on it? I figured it was from the show. And follow-up question, which one would be crazier? <laughs> <laughs> I think get, going so far
2: as to get one of the, like those meme creation apps, getting the, the, the screenshot of Garfield and then typing in, I know where you live to send a threatening note to me
1: would have been creepier than <laughs> that having to be. Okay, okay. I have some email drafts to delete then. Um, <laughs> if you think so, if you think so, I can still send them. I can still send them if you're like, you know, maybe I... Well, okay. what's the purpose of it? Is it for like a job okay. interview?
0: A date? Tyler, put in some typing noises. <laughs> leave in Mark asking for typing noises. <laughs> like put the typing noises in but leave Mark asking for them.
1: So um Are we avoiding what happens in this episode? I think part of a part of us are avoiding <laughs>
0: I feel like it's kind of like the the uh, problem we have with Fuller House a lot of the time, where it's like a lot happens, but at the same time, nothing happens. I disagree. I think a lot happens in this episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Not much in the way of character development, but stuff in do- indeed does
1: happen. It begins. <laughs> it begins with Garfield telling us about an ice cream man. Or, as Garfield says... A female ice cream man.
0: The ice cream lady.
1: The ice cream, the ice cream lady, lady. Hashtag lady. feminism.
0: Olga. Hashtag girl boss.
1: Women... <laughs> Olga is a girl boss. Yeah. Her name is Olga. Um, this episode destroyed me. I might just be saying that at random points. This, 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 episode. this
2: Okay, so we have Olga, who is very sad because 10-year-old children keep
1: calling her unattractive to her face, which is very mean. To be fair, adult men also call her unattractive to her face which is even worse Uh, this episode is very fat phobic it's it's also it's this skeevy horrible looking dude yeah who's like has the no chin and is rail thin you're right it's fat phobic because he's like rail thin in an unsettling way yeah and that's
0: fine but he's like
1: olga you put on some more
0: weight the the thing i noticed about this character in particular is that he has no chin, yep. or no jawline for that matter, and Olga has, like, enough jaws for, like, two people. So, so together. He just he just gave her all the jaw. Like, you put them together, and they have, like, the approximate jaw sites for two normal human beings. Your God. powers combined, I am
1: Captain Jaw. And then he just gnaws <laughs> on things. The crimson chin. <laughs> but you see, Olga has another problem
2: which is Garfield, who, in this episode, is
1: a bit of a bad
0: boy. He's a bit of a bad boy. Garfield, for no reason, decides to make Olga's life a living hell. (laughs) He just steals all of her ice cream. Not for no
1: reason. He's a very fat cat, and he loves him some food, and he just wants that ice cream. He's
0: stealing ice cream, baby. Basically, every cat I've met so but also like you have an, you can get john to buy you ice cream side note by the way this entire like half episode john does not appear at all garfield's owner does not appear the entire episode well the entire episode there is
1: one scene with john he has like one line <laughs> and i was so disappointed honestly
0: this is the saddest boy. He would have been so good yeah, in we, this episode. John Arbuckle is the original sad boy. Yeah, let's be honest here. Like we were, we thought that like going into this episode before we even watched it, we were just like John Arple. John Arbuckle is just gonna be the sad boy of the week just by default. We're just gonna have to give it to him. And not to spoil anything, but he might still be the sad boy of the week. I honestly that's think we that's just, just John give it to him, Arbuckle. But yeah, that's just John Arbuckle for
1: you. Yeah.
2: Um. so Olga's life is a living hell John
1: Arbuckle is in Yemen nowhere to be seen (laughs) yeah we should say also in one of these in this montage of Garfield stealing ice cream in one of them Garfield has very very sharp teeth oh yeah like multiple rolls
2: multiple rows of teeth they looked like a crude parody of like whale bone teeth or whatever they are like the whale bristles they look horrible garfield does love him some krill yeah <laughs> oh yes it, yeah next to lasagna that's his favorite food krill
0: yeah exactly like the garfield food tier list, there's lasagna all the way at the top duh and then krill like it's a couple tiers below but it's still second place because there's just a huge jump between lasagna and literally anything else lasagna
1: krill ice cream and that's how it goes yeah (laughs) um yeah there's some really messed up shit in the in the montage of garfield stealing ice cream in the same shot with the demon teeth garfield keeps putting on these disguises and in the same shot with the demon teeth He's also wearing a
0: Native American headdress because he's appropriating e- indigenous e- culture.
2: E- yikes. <laughs> I also want to point
0: out like the way he also does this is that he climbs up on top of the ice cream truck while she's driving and then like pops up onto her windshield to just like scare her and it's just like uh don't do that. That can cause a car accident and people could die. And then they tie her to a telephone pole. Yes. Yeah, he holds her hostage right after. And runs away on Odie. Garfield
1: is quite literally a monster. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, with those teeth. He has shark teeth. With those
0: teeth. Until one day, when on the news, it was discovered that they had found a caveman frozen in <laughs> ice. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know why I did that it voice. It all
1: makes sense. Just hold on.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice for that, but it felt right.
2: It, it sounded like you were... The National Geographic guy—that's
0: kind of what I was going for. Yeah, I think it
1: was—it was very appropriate bringing Thank some you. David Attenborough energy.
0: Yeah, to Garfield.
1: <laughs> to Garfield.
2: So they need a refrigerator truck, and for some reason they decide to go with an ice cream truck. I, I don't. Well, well. So here's what happened. Okay. Yeah. Am I forgetting what happened? Actually. Okay. So uh,
0: the 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 truck is parked on a downhill portion. It is just a real steep downhill. She gets out to give out some someone some ice cream, and Garfield's like, "Ooh, this is my chance! I'm gonna sneak in the ice cream truck and get all the ice cream." That's my attempt at a Garfield voice. <laughs> um, yep. He goes in there and he's like, starts pushing all the buttons because he doesn't know what button opens the ice cream, and he turns off the parking brake and rolls down. And Harrison gonna attest to this. As soon as the truck starts rolling down the mountain, the hill, I just started going into the cityscape theme from from Sonic Adventure it looked, Two. It looked it looked like cityscape, so it's just like that happens, and I just go rolling around at the speed of sound. The <laughs> places go, cool. gotta follow <laughs> my, my way rainbow. Musical <laughs> bits, some musical bits for you. <laughs>
1: I don't wanna brush over the fact that Garfield steals a car in this episode. Garfield steals oh a truck, yeah. Garfield steals a truck. How much activity did Garfield do in the original comic strips? He just like sat around eating
0: lasagna, right? That was his thing. Yeah. And now he's stealing a car. Why is he doing so much? It's like uh it's it's like the cult classic game Garfield cart, which I mean as someone who's playing the game. It has the same art style as the show. I'd also like to, just because I think it fits, um, just read the first review that came up and I looked it up. Uh, this is from someone who, uh, it's recommended. Uh, on record, they have 1,073.8 hours on this game. And they said, and I quote, wait <laughs> for a few minutes, it's Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. And I just want to say, I need my Garfield meets Fast and the
0: Furious.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: no, when I tell you the reviews of this game on Steam are wonderful, they're all like that one. They're <laughs> all like that one. So it's good. Oh, I, it it's was, so good.
1: It was funny because I was going to do the It's About Family line as Garfield. And I'm pretty sure it's just the same as my Vin Diesel doing that one.
0: Quick, do Garfield. Do, do Garfield, then do Vin Diesel. It's about family. Now do Vin Diesel. It's about family.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you have a little bit more of a golf ball in your mouth when you do Vin Diesel. But
1: (laughs) there's like a very slight difference, but by the the way, I want to say I don't really have a full Vin Diesel impression. Just that line. (laughs) (laughs) That baiting. line and that's the, the thing about fame. street fights. Street fights. The street the always, always, wins. always wins. One
2: day I have to show you Fast and the Furious Seven. I, Fast and the, yeah, Furious Seven. Furious Seven. You've 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 quoted that line for so
1: many years, but you have yet to <laughs> see the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Harrison and I watched Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. That was incredible. <laughs> A bit underwhelming, um, but a glo- surprise, un- so un- under, Underwhelming, but still a glorious explosion of a movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the ice cream truck, Garfield figures out how to break the ice cream truck, and it just so happens to be perfectly placed in the spot where the refrigerated truck should be. Yep. <laughs> and the guys who are moving the crate with the frozen caveman in it are like, hey, we got to put it in the refrigerated truck. Here's the truck. And the other guy's like, Hey, I don't know, man. Looks kind of like an ice cream truck. And the other guy's like, oh, no, the museum must be low on money. I mean, it's a refrigerated truck. Am I right? But it's not a refrigerated truck because Garfield turned off the refrigerator. Sorry, that's, Mark. That's true.
1: It. No, that was the more important detail. But I was just going to say, I think it's not even that much explanation. It's like one of them just goes, well, I guess we'll put it in this truck. Like there there was a line <laughs> that was so simple and so dumb but I was like, "That's what I would come up with as a joke."
0: <laughs> I, think was, I don't know. It was probably just like, I mean, they said it's a refrigerated truck. Yeah. This is a refrigerated truck. Seems yeah. fine
1: to me. You take it or leave it. I also just want to point out that when the truck, when Garfield steals the truck. Olga does run after it, and she's, like, keeping yes, up yes. with the truck. She's Saying yes. that Olga is so fast. She's so fast. She is so fast. I can't believe Again, she's... Again, the
0: sonic music fits because yeah. Olga is sonic, apparently. You yeah. has gotta go fast. She should be in the Olympics.
1: Yeah, she should be in the Olympics instead of
0: s- selling ice cream to mean children. She should race Mario in the 100-meter dash. Yes. Petition to
1: replace Sonic in all the Sonic games with Olga.
0: Yes. Oh my god. Please. I sign,
1: As a Sonic fan, I signed this petition.
0: Yeah, Harrison, as our resident Sonic fan.
1: <laughs> Olga gets to kiss the <laughs> anime human woman.
2: Yes. Oh, oh my god. Ugh. It would deprive us of a glorious meme, but uh, I think we
0: could live with that. Um. <laughs> it replaces the bestiality with... Uh, you know, good old fashioned gay kiss. LGBT representation. We need more of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we need more of that and less bestiality representations. So honestly, yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just I just want to say like uh to our editor
1: Tyler, we've been going a bit over when he'd want us to be finished when recording these episodes. And I think this might be his lucky day because I do not have all that many more notes about this half of yeah, the this episode. Is gonna be a very short episode. It's <laughs> going to no, be Okay.
0: Great. So all right, what happens after this? All right, lightning round. So, they. There's no need for a lightning
1: round. Why do we need a lightning round? The episode is already almost over.
0: You're missing the most important part of this episode, which is the caveman.
1: Well, yes, we were getting to the caveman, but. It was at this. But you say lightning round as if we're running low on time. I just really want to do a lightning round. Okay, okay well, let's do, do a lightning, a lightning round. round.
0: Go ahead. Okay, Go ahead. start the clock. <laughs> Do we have a clock? Okay, so there's a caveman
2: in the truck, and the ice all melts, so the caveman is alive for some reason, and uh, he
0: starts attacking a police officer. Oh, no, I, I want... No, I, no, he doesn't attack a police oh, officer. Oh, it's not a police he, officer. Olga gets the truck back, and some, like, totally oh, non-threatening guy with a mask comes yeah. up to her, and he's all <laughs> yeah. like, hey, let me get some of that ice cream, and she gets out of the truck, and he's like, hey, I got your purse now. I'm going to run away. And Olga's like, oh, no, uh, who will save me? When all of a sudden a caveman pops up from the back of the ice cream truck, he melted.
1: Wait, he melted. First of
0: all, are you telling
1: me
2: that Olga couldn't catch that that purse snatcher herself? <laughs> yeah, wait, yeah, that's, that's
0: a very good point. That's a very good she, point. That's true. That's
1: true.
0: She's so fast. There's a there's a shot during that scene where she's chasing after the ice cream truck where it's like a wide shot and you see the truck go down and you see Olga run after it. And it is the funniest run cycle I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's so good. It's so good. And guys, I know we've already pitched at least two spinoffs. There's Garfield meets fast and furious Garfield meets Sonic, but also Olga should go and fight crime. Yes. 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 Olga should fight crime. My name is Olga Ice Cream Woman, and I'm the fastest
0: woman alive. <laughs> she's she's the new Flash. Mark, can I add to this? Yeah. Olga fights crime with her new caveman boyfriend because, ladies and gentlemen, when the caveman beats up the robber, they look at each other and they're like, "Oh, wow." I, I am in love. They they fall in love. That's what I'd, happens.
1: I'd like to point out, I think I forget exactly when I said it, but like, I think it was still when the caveman was just in the back of the truck. I said, Oh, is, Oh, Ol- is Olga going to fall in love with the caveman? And then like a second later, the caveman drops, jumps out and Garfield narrates, and then they fell in love. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He just, he just like completely breaks down. Like the saddest reason to fall in love. That like this caveman yeah. who I guess has been aware the whole time that he's been stuck yeah. in ice. Yeah.
0: I, I love how he's like not at all confused about all the modern technology around him. The
1: caveman says like at least one word of English. Oh because, God! Because the Bratty kids, the Bratty kids come up to him and they're like, "You think this girl is pretty?" And he goes, "Pretty."
2: Oh yes, right. Yeah. So yeah, he hasn't seen a woman in thousands of years, and I'm not adding that in. Mark, would
0: you? Mark, would you have rather have gone like what? You think she's pretty? Unga (laughs) bunga. Would you have rather just been like that? For
1: historical accuracy. (laughs) I think it's off. I think. Okay, Zach. Let me flip the question back onto you. Is there nothing wrong here that the prehistoric caveman? comprehends and can say back
0: English. The needs of the plot outweigh the needs of the logic, Mark. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines to say whenever something just makes no sense. It's a mess. <laughs> this oh,
1: God. episode is a mess. And by the way, let's just say, the episode spends so much time setting up ice cream and no time whatsoever setting up unfrozen caveman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. I don't think we mentioned her, but there's a mean woman yes. from the museum who wants the caveman.
2: Who also has one of the worst character models ever. The character models yes.
0: in this show are so bad. They're so They're bad. bad. Oh my! But God. The, and and she says, "Hey, get that caveman. He's museum property." And then Garfield, who is also there, is just like, <laughs> "Right, this is a show about know. Garfield." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, Garfield's also there. Uh, He's like, hey, the back of this ice cream truck has a bunch of melted ice cream in it. So if I just, like, open up the door, all the melted ice cream goes on top of, like, the mean museum curator lady. And then Olga and the caveman run off into the sunset together in love.
1: It's very much like, um, have you guys seen the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movie? Oh, yeah. When he's, like, visually analyzing the proper attack pattern discombobulate and and everything i've seen the meme of that where it just like goes on for like an hour (laughs) yes um it's like that garfield's looking at her and he's like you know there's there's ice cream in the truck she's a mean woman if i if i open the truck into discombobulate (laughs) Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is garfield is very much like sherlock holmes
0: yes Yes. yeah he
1: does in fact discombobulate her so they do get away
0: yes They get away and then the mean museum creator is like, no, I told my boss I'd have a caveman exhibit. What am I going to do now? And then that's where we come to our beginning.
1: Yeah. If you let those crazy kids run away, I may be able to help you out there. And then we're back to the beginning. And they go, and then they end up in the least historically accurate
2: uh, museum piece ever, which is an Odie dog fighting a saber toothed cat with a club.
1: <laughs> Garfield and Odie dress up like prehistoric
0: animals
1: and just stand
0: still. That's what all they've been day. doing the entire time, yeah. by the way. That's yeah. like. When Garfield's narrating, he's putting on his uh, caveman costume with Odie, and then uh,
1: the museum patrons leave, and Garfield immediately starts eating, and that's our joke to take us home, you guys.
2: What was he even eating? It looked like mashed potatoes. Looks like mashed yeah, I was
1: potatoes. Say it looked like
0: mashed potatoes. Yeah. Okay.
1: I've having seen other episodes of this, there are so many weird models in the show because it's so crazy. Yeah, but they also reuse a lot of assets, so very weird uh, yeah. visuals and things crop back up. Like it would not surprise me if the janitor character with like no chin was a villain in a previous episode. So he looked interesting and goofy for the previous episode, and then the ep- and then this episode is just like he's a normal person,
0: he's yep. a normal dude. Speaking of normal people, that's not what happens in the second half of this episode. Yep. See what I did there? Uh, it's about, uh, it's called T3000, I think.
1: Yep, it's called T3000, and it opens with Garfield stealing again. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield.
2: Garfield.
0: He's a straight up criminal. <laughs> He's stealing food. He, like, John has food. In the Garfield show. The show in which Garfield commits all the crimes.
1: Garfield is a criminal.
0: <laughs> Garfield is a monster. They do describe him
2: as a felon. That's true. The, the t the t I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but he does say true. that
1: Garfield has committed multiple felonies. He keeps getting away with it, which is why the dog catchers lose their jobs. No! <laughs> two, two grown adult men lose their jobs because of Garfield
0: (laughs) (laughs) and they are replaced by a robot that uh, I'm I'm, we were watching this with subtitles on the first time it speaks in the subtitles it says "Yeah." well before we started playing
1: the episode I said oh is the robot is there gonna be a a robot that talks in a an Arnold impression and the first time it speaks Zach you want to share it with us you can go for it the first time it speaks the subtitles tell us Schwarzenegger impression <laughs> Or no no it says like like Schwarzenegger it says, yeah, it yeah it says, says like, like Schwarzen- Schwarzenegger
2: except it's not totally like Schwarzenegger because it's very heavily it's really modified.
0: Not, it, it has it's yeah it's really not at all like Arnold it's someone doing a
1: robot voice and also doing an Arnold impression yeah, yeah.
0: and it's like you and it falls like somewhere between the two where it's like you can kind of get glimpses of both, but in reality, it's neither. So yeah. it is like this beep, pop, boop. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beep, yeah, beep, you beep, beep ba, boop. Boop. I am the dog catcher. I am the dog catcher. Give your clothes, give them and to me. This robot goes around and tracks down all of the dogs and destroys people's houses. I just thought it was important that we note. Know-
1: that before yeah, so the episode started we said oh that would be so
0: bad if they didn't have an honorable <laughs> yeah that
1: they
0: did oh uh, what, what where where i thought you were going with this i'm oh, sorry you finished uh, also when
1: when the, the robot is sent out to do its job it goes okay, down yeah, it goes down this big long thing way underground to this dog catching tank and it's like how do they have the <laughs> how, do how do they have, they have the
0: tank? money for this? No, they they do have a tank and it's really weird.
1: Defund the dog catchers, you guys. <laughs> they have all
0: that. And he just like goes up to house and starts knocking on him. I think it's important to note that the first person yeah. the door they knock on. This is where I thought you were going Mark. This was the, the next first person thing I was they knock mention. on. The first person whose door they knock on. She it's like an old lady, she opens the door and the robot goes, "Sarah O'Connor." And we uh, all, uh, we, lost uh, we, we went, all groaned uh, in unison. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck your show. Uh. We groaned in unison. Oh
1: Since it is kind of a throwaway joke and definitely not meant for the intended audience of the Garfield show. Yeah. <laughs> do you think, like, why didn't they just do Sarah Connor?
0: I... <laughs> They wanted it to be... No, they wanted it to be legally distinct. legally distinct. Original character, do
1: not steal. Original character, do not steal. It is (laughs) me, the dog-catching robot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and before that, when he goes... When he drops down the tube to go into the secret dog-catching lair, he does tell the old dog-catchers who have just been fired, I'll be back.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, he does say that. Uh, uh, to the, yeah. yeah, he also. Had, like, oh wait, the the other two dog catchers have a nice little meeting with the chief, and it's just like, "You guys have messed up too many times. You're off the force. I'm replacing you with a robot." Yep. <laughs> and by the
1: way, we were immediately like one of those dog catchers. His voice is familiar,
0: and yes. that is because
1: he was voiced by Jason Marsden voice of max goof of chester mcbadbat of impulse in young justice and also the portrayer of nelson in full house but Woo! not fuller house not, not fuller, fuller house, house is an important not not fuller he didn't house, have yeah. the time for fuller house
0: he did exactly, have the time yeah.
1: for the garfield show <laughs> yeah i was
0: gonna say i love that he had done oh the garfield show and not fuller house it's absolutely wonderful he also to me. played Nermal. Which he did did play
2: normal. He, who who is adorable, as always. And did a lot like Chester McBad.
0: (laughs) And then, yeah, he sounds a lot like Chester McBad, which is why I was like, oh, his voice sounds familiar. And then uh, he eventually just gets scooped up by the dog catcher when Garfield and Odie are hiding from him. But, um, yeah.
1: We should say first he goes to Sarah O'Connor's house. Yeah. But then. He goes over to John's house. Well, actually, no. This is this is something that Garfield's house now. Garfield is Garfield's house now, and we know that because the doorbell rings and Garfield, a cat. (laughs) Garfield, who is a cat,
0: who in canon is a
1: cat, and not a homeowner. Garfield the cat answers the door. John Arbuckles
0: us. <laughs> home. While John is home, it's not even like because John is out. John is later revealed to be home. Wait, hold on a moment.
2: In an episode <laughs> where the dog catcher <laughs> hires a robot who with the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger to take care of Garfield
0: because the dog catchers, the only two dog catchers are too incompetent. This sounds like really, really weird and fucked up fan fiction. Why is the fact that Garfield
2: getting the door. Why is that the thing that breaks us?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it's because, like, we put up with so much shit and that was like that the, straw the straw that, that, like, that broke, broke the camel's back. I thought it was just something
1: to mention that Garfield is a cat who answers <laughs> the front door as if it is his own house. Yes! <laughs> but no, I think it's just the straw that broke the camel's back. Garfield opens the door, and to be fair, another cat, another cat who rang the doorbell, <laughs> runs in, and this cat is almost exactly like Kramer from Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We,
0: he came in, and we were all like, who is this? And I immediately was like, oh, it's Kramer. Yeah, that's basically it. Mean. That's basically his job. <laughs> He's Kramer from Seinfeld. Uh, genuinely, I have to... I have to calm down a bit. (laughs) Okay. All right. Deep. All right. Guys, deep breath in. In through your nose. And out with your mouth. Garfield opens the fucking door. (laughs) (laughs) But then,
1: then the robot shows up. Yeah. The robot shows up. The robot shows up and saws a hole in John's house. Yes. Yeah.
0: Not the, he. Okay. There's also one thing I also want to mention. You the buzz. He like puts in like a on, Like cuts out like a half circle around the door. It goes through the curtains on the inside of the house. The door falls over. Like the wall that he cuts out falls over. The curtains are perfectly fine. I have
1: come to expect so much more from the animation of Garf, the Garfield show. I almost said Garfield the show. Uh, oh. Also, also, John's house, because we see the inside, it's made of, like, steel or concrete <laughs> or something.
0: Yeah. Speaking of John, he finally makes his grand entrance yeah. in this episode to immediately get pinned to a wall by the robot where he, I guess, stays for the rest of the episode. He doesn't show up again. He's just stuck on the yeah. wall of his own house and no one comes to help yeah. him for the rest
1: of the episode. He walks down the stairs. I think he does say, like, Garfield, what's going on? And then he's shot by a robot.
2: <laughs> with this weird, it's like a, he like shoots
1: goop. like a sticky goo. Yeah. yeah, that like sticks people to walls, and he sh- sticks John to the wall. This show is adapted from a comic strip about a man with a cat, and that's the whole strip. <laughs> the whole thing is just Garfield's a cat who likes to eat. And now it's like, well, a robot is trying to kill Garfield. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Would this episode be better? If the reason for the robot hunting down Garfield was not Dogcatcher, it was that Garfield was going to lead the human resistance against the robots in the future. That would have been incredible. <laughs>
0: that yes, would have been it would
2: have made no sense, but it would have been incredible. Right. Or that
0: John is don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> or what if John, John Arbuckle, leader of the resistance? No, what if
2: John Arbuckle is the Sarah Connor, John Arbuckle, yeah, conceives yeah, yes. the, 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 uh, the John Connor of the future?
0: Yep.
1: I know he dates with Liz. <laughs> Garfield, Odie, and the other cat hide. The robot employs a hologram to lure them out. He first shows a hologram of a dog. And Odie's almost tempted by it, but Garfield says, Odie, you're smart enough to know that dog's not real. And then the hologram switches to be of a lasagna. <laughs> there are multiple things to this. There are multiple things to yes. this. Yes. One, Garfield immediately says, hey, I know that lasagna's fake, but it looks delicious and gives up their hiding then why spot. did you... <laughs> why did you do it? Why, Garfield? Why? I think you were I know you like lasagna, but like you acknowledge that it's fake lasagna. And secondly, how did this robot know that
0: this specific cat
1: really loved lasagna? He's just that good. Well, He's he just, just has good. like a
0: database, right? Like he knows who Garfield is, he knows who Sarah O'Connor is, he knows who like everybody is, and has like Extensive data done on them, which seems like a big invasion of privacy. Like this robot itself, just seems like a huge invasion of privacy. Defund the dog catchers. Um,
1: I but I was like, a lot of that feels like it could be public record. That you know, j- there's a cat that lives at this address. Sarah O'Connor is a human being that exists. She has a cat, whatever. But the fact that Garfield loves lasagna,
2: <laughs> I I just.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great if the hologram, instead of being of lasagna, was of like a calendar without Mondays? No. <laughs> <laughs> a
2: calendar without Mondays.
1: <laughs> That's
2: absolutely wonderful. I love that. Except now I hate Tuesdays.
1: <laughs> Garfield, you don't have a job. There's no reason to, for you to hate Mondays. <laughs> He's you don't have to cat. get up for work. How does, why does he hate Mondays? I think I did see someone once theorize that it's because John has a job. So Aww. John goes away on Mondays and Garfield really loves John.
2: Oh, that's so sad. That's so sweet.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, this robot trying to murder <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, so... Oh god, what happens next? So Garfield uh, and Normal is taken. Then Garfield oh yeah, and Co yeah. They gotta bust out uh, Normal. <laughs> meet up with the old dog catchers. They meet up with the old dog catchers, and Garfield and Odie do like these charades to let them know that the robot's trying to hunt them down and they don't like it or whatever. And we were like,
0: wait, in the previous yeah. episode, He's Garfield so speaks English. English. I was gonna I was gonna mention, I was like why is he like speaking in English to some people? But these dog catchers yes. are the only ones where he just like prays charades with them and does not speak because it's proven that not only can he speak English, other people can understand him. In the past, I, I just
1: want to say, like, I've never had any throat issues recording this show. In the past 40 minutes, we have yelled so much about Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> That my throat is starting to
0: pop. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely wonderful. Oh, God. Listen, just a, uh, what's better than just hanging out with your best friends, just a couple of dudes, hanging out, chit-chatting about Garfield? <laughs> you know, th- the usual. The usual hangouts with the boys. Watch Garfield,
2: hang out a bit, lose our fucking minds. It's a great time. Watch more Garfield. Watch more Garfield. <sighs> so they they team up. To save normal and they bought they bust into the dog catcher's office by distracting the dog catching chief.
0: No. It's either his office
1: or his house. It's his home. It's his home. It's his, home. It's his yeah. home. He maybe lives I think they use the same establishing shot. Um. Yeah. So maybe he lives above the dog catcher. That's what office. I thought it was.
0: But it's the same building. The same building. I love the fact that he has to like live in the same building as where he works. And yet they can also afford this like robot who can just track down dogs. Well,
1: not just afford the robot, but there's some mayhem later where things are getting destroyed. And he's like, my Ming vase, my Stradivarius violin. Like he has all these extremely (laughs) expensive things. Oh,
2: wait, I have a theory. He lives in the he lives in the building, so he doesn't have to write. He doesn't have to own a home so he can get away with like not having to pay taxes on his home or something and he's been taking kickbacks from the mob for years which is why he has so much money for the department
1: yeah i it's it's a corrupt system it's a corrupt system defund, defund the, 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 the dog, dog catchers. catchers they lure the the robot back to the chief's house who he sleeps in a we, we should also mention he sleeps in a fez He's yeah. wearing a fez. He wears his in fez the to of the sleep. Night.
2: Why does he wear a fez? Is that like a know. sleeping thing?
1: It is not. You know. You know why I think it is. Why? It's re. I'm. I'm betting it's reusing character models again. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably that. I'm. I'm betting that's what it is. People. I don't think. I don't think people sleep in fezzes. Um, I've never heard of it. Let us know. If you sleep in a fez, show us your collection of fezzes and Fless Fless tell us which Hell's one by. your
0: favorite fez is and which one you sleep in. Let us know. Show us
1: your Fezzes, tell us where you live, give us your address. we'll be best friends. And we'll go and we'll be friends. Yeah. So the robot starts attacking the chief and his belongings because the chief is harboring Garfield and Odie. Yep. The robot, in an attempt to get Garfield, extends its hand. One of its fingers extends to be super long, which... One, um, I get like it's one of those telescoping robotic limb sort of things, but because of the animation and the animation style, it just looks like it's growing unnaturally and it's really uncomfortable. We didn't
0: know what the hell was going
1: on. I was like, what the heck is that? That's that's number two. That is not set up at all. You'd feel (laughs) like the, the robot uses the goo gun a lot. You'd feel like you would set up the
0: other things it can do.
1: Especially yeah. if it's going to be he, important, he does a uh,
0: he does stick he does also stick the chief dog catcher yeah. to his own wall. It's mm. also important to mention that is true. It does happen. <laughs> Tyler found the
1: Garfield <laughs> I know where you live image. Yes.
0: Wait, did he? <laughs> I did it not to... send. Oh, that there it to is. Tyler.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that, said, that's absolutely wonderful. Tyler, you've been doing some searching.
1: <laughs> oh man, love it. We love, love it. Tyler. Everybody you're, you're, tweet, out the at, best tweet at, at you us do, at House Pod telling us
0: how much you love Tyler.
1: Genuinely, we could not function without you, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> but the robot extends his gross finger towards Garfield. <laughs> he ends up touching a lamp. Touching a lamp, he ele- somehow. He electrocutes himself. Well, this robot
0: clearly is not expensive, because that is the cheapest yeah. shardware I've ever seen. Hey, we had to cut costs somewhere. We're dog catchers. We don't have a lot of funding. That makes everything make so much more sense. So what I just said, because <laughs> I just made that up. Like, it's not in the, the episode costs. at all. It's not explained or anything. I'm just yeah, it makes.
1: I'm just saying it, it makes sense. much more sense if that's the case. Uh, we do get a shot where Garfield and Odie both like smile and we see again that Garfield has very sharp teeth (laughs) I don't like knowing this (laughs) I don't like knowing this information I don't like I don't like it I don't like seeing it I don't like that Garfield has sharp teeth it's bad and I don't like it it makes my life worse I am worse off knowing that Garfield has very long sharp teeth
2: oh my god so the chief uh, gives the dog catchers uh, their jobs back under threat. They they threatened to sick Garfield and Odie on them. And uh, then the dog catchers let them go as a sign of respect.
0: Yeah, they made a truce, but they're like, hey, just so you know, the truce is over. And next time we see you, we're going to catch you. And
1: the robot is repurposed into that's an ice cream. how they replaced Olga. Vendor. It all ties together. Yes.
0: This show has
1: really great continuity. Really great world
0: building on the part of the
1: Garfield show, I gotta say. Yeah, and then at the very end, the robot has a line that's like, yes, I am an ice cream man now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> dun, dun, I mean, duh. I think really what he says is, but I'll be back. Which they yeah. already said I'll be back in the episode, so and like,
0: like it didn't even make yeah. sense there, but it makes more sense here. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's how that's how the episode ends, yeah. right? I'm pretty sure there's nothing else after that's that. That's the episode. So, uh, do we want to do Sad Boy of the Week? Sure. I mean, I feel like I'm just still gonna give it to John Arbuckle by default because he doesn't appear in this episode, and the one time yeah, we do too. see him, his house gets broken into. He gets stuck to the wall of his own house (laughs) and is left there, possibly to die. We never see him again for the rest of the episodes. We can just assume he's still there, stuck to his own wall. Not to mention, he also... His cat opens the door for him. (laughs) His cat runs his house. I think we wanted to go into this (sighs) really just finding a really sad John Arbuckle episode. And we're just making use of what we got. (laughs) I Who knows... Maybe next time we do a bonus episode, it'll
1: be the Garfield show again. Usually we end up doing different things and I think that's the plan. But I doubt we're going to come back to
0: Garfield.
1: Yeah. So I think we maybe should award it to the sad boy of the Garfield world. The sad boy of the
0: Garfield world. John Arbuckle. Arbuckle. Yes. Jonathan Arbuckle. Oh, that's going to be... That is deserving. I mean, John Arbuckle is the original sad boy. But with that... That concludes another episode of the Fullest House podcast. Thanks for tuning into this special bonus episode. Season three will be coming to you next week. So get excited. Yay! Woo! Until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. And also,
1: John's full name is Jonathan Q. Arbuckle.
0: Mm. Oh, wow.
1: Important to mention.
0: And with that may your houses be fuller, and may your fields be garfed. See you guys in season three.